not trying to break my own horn, but there were girls that stood around my cubicle like waiting for me to come out to be like, we know you from TikTok. Every time I'm I scared. see you, it's the crisis buffer. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's my other thing. I don't own a coat. That is my coat. Hi, I'm Erin Velak, and I've made it my mission to interview the members of the University of Nottingham's student radio station, URN. Join me to uncover how our members got into student radio, what they're listening to in their free time, and their most iconic pieces of clothing that might make you recognise them as you're walking around campus. I want to know who they are when the mics aren't live. So let's find out. This is Off Air with URN. We've got Izzy Hunter with us, who is the famed head of daytime. Gosh, hello, hello. And does the Izzy and Izzy show? I do indeed. Although, not to call you out or anything, it tends to be one Izzy at a time. (laughs) We've so we've been doing the I was just talking about it on yeah. air actually. We've been doing the Izzy and Izzy show for about two years now, and because we're both doing master's degrees, our timetables do not sync up at all, no. and it hasn't been like that, like that since last term. So we've kind of we've got our slots. I had to you know pick a slot for the schedule, um, but it's very much like if Diz suddenly like her uni gets cancelled or her work gets cancelled, then she'll be able to come in. But if not, if there's a free slot at all during the week, then you we might jump it. onto that one um, or like cover other, it's kind of a bit loose. We're going to cover other people's <laughs> slots if they can't make it. But at the moment it is just me in the in the scheduled slot, but we'll see how it goes. It will we'll happen, guess. it will happen. Yeah. And you had all of last year as well together yeah. properly. So oh, yeah, we've done it for ages. So <laughs> it's not like the end of the world. But. How did you get into radio? Did you get into it with the both of you planning to do it together or did you meet? because of radio yeah so we actually met before uni we met on a uni group chat um, for English for our course and it was like from that group chat somebody said does anyone like musical theatre and I said yes I do I love musical theatre and Izzy said I do as well so we made a group chat and there was probably about 10 of us in this musical theatre group chat and Izzy was one of them so was I and I was a bit of a fangirl of Izzy beforehand um, because she would put loads of messages in the chat and I just thought oh she's so me like we're just the same person yeah she's like the iconic person in the group chat that you're like I wish I could be friends with her oh exactly exactly that I was so kind of in awe of her and there was like a whole scandal thing and she put a Shrek meme in and I was like oh, so me and this was very 2019 so yeah, this is yeah. very much like you know memes and all that um and then I I didn't stalk her but I we, but you we, did I did yeah we added each other on snapchat some like we all shared our snapchat or something and I actually messaged her about something that she'd said in the group chat privately and she said to me she had no idea who I was but <laughs> I knew who she was um and so she kind of replied being like, who are you? Um, and then from then we met at uni on the first night of uni because she invited all that musical theatre group chat to hers for pre's before the music and mixer thing. I don't know whether you did that. I COVID. You were COVID. That's what I was thinking. So, no. It was like the Portland building held this kind of social on the very first night that everyone moved in like on the Saturday and it was it was very interesting. It was just like a bit awkward and everyone didn't know each other. Oh yeah, it, I can imagine. Yeah, it was weird. It was um, always awkward and weird to start with oh no definitely and yes I met her in person then and then we got into radio because we knew Holly Madden who was the previous head of daytime yeah then we knew her from English and actually (laughs) Holly I'm gonna call you out here she knew me from TikTok (laughs) so Holly uh, Izzy got in touch with Holly or something like that yeah. they kind of became friends and then Holly was like I've actually got a free slot on daytime if you want a demo for it and we were actually thinking at the time making a YouTube channel or like doing a podcast or doing something, something by ourselves yeah. yeah so then when URN came along we were like oh that makes sense and the show so, went I like to say then you got scouted 
Yes, yes, kind of. Yeah, it was. There was a whole thing with um, the uni invited the Westboro Baptist Church yeah. to the uni. I remember that. Yeah, and Izzy was the one who started the petition to stop them from coming. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Holly got in touch and was like, "I'm from your end. Can we do an interview?" And then they became fr- friends through that, and then that was it. That makes sense. Yeah. So you got sort of dragged into it almost a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always, always wanted to do it, but it was that, it was that making that first step. Yeah. Again, so but... did you start in second year for you then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Doing it as long as I have. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Because first year kind of got cut off by COVID for us. It yeah. was that. Yeah. And mine started with that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And kept going with that. Anyway, we don't talk about COVID. Vice. This is a COVID free space. Yes. No I COVID. We physically don't have COVID, but also just general good vibes. That's what we're going for. I like it. That's the theme. Um, you mentioned TikTok. Yeah. We have. I have to ask. Teehee. When did your TikTok start? When did you become this ultra famous TikToker who <laughs> has millions of views? <laughs> I wish. Um, so you know what? Funny. I was thinking about this on the way in because I was thinking like, what sort of things could Erin ask me? And I was like, this might be something that could come up. Um, so I actually started it. It was early 2020, right after TikTok became a bit of a thing. Yeah. It was like it was just growing as a platform. I, it was the name change. Musically, was yes. cringe and embarrassing. Yeah. We, I think we were a bit too old for that. I remember my sisters loving yes. it. They're a couple years younger and they shared a room and they would like make musicallys together watching them <laughs> when they'd show them to oh, me and no. you know you're the oldest sister and you're like I can't crush your dreams but you're so cringe yeah and it was just embarrassing to it watch was the it. dances and all that yeah but also they were young enough that it was okay and yeah. actually it was cool for them and yeah. I just didn't want to you know burst their bubbles yeah we were too old for that, definitely, because I remember yes. looking at the young people in the school and thinking it's weird and then as soon as it changed its name to TikTok it was like this is quite fun, actually. It's quite I'll download yeah. it. It was fun. Everyone liked doing the dances. And also, mm. it's just a good platform to... It's so easy to go viral. It's so easy because it's it's not like YouTube where you have to kind of... like um, Play the algorithm a little bit. Play the algorithm and try and get clicks. That's like the thing for YouTube. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't watch it, then no one's going to like it or follow you. But you've got to get that first click to get onto mm. your channel. It's all Whereas, about the thumbnails these days. Yeah, oh, yeah. But with... TikTok is like forced upon you because you're scrolling through it and it's just there and like you've got no choice but to watch it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I really liked it because it was just you could scroll for hours and there was no like let me choose. There was no decision. You just that's what it is. Watch I it. think about TikTok is you know I'm, I go on whatever streaming platform. Let's say Netflix. Mm-hmm. Hashtag no spawn for Netflix. <laughs> no. Don't deserve my spawn. <laughs> um, but I'll go on that and then I mean they do have the function now where they just shuffle and give you something because they know people giving people so much choice it's so hard to pick because I'm like oh I could watch that but I feel like I'll find something better mm-hmm. and even with YouTube there's so much on there yeah. that you just don't know how to pick through it but TikTok it's like oh, yeah, no let me tell you what you want <laughs> yeah oh no definitely I'm so indecisive as well so it was, it was easy and it was yes it was end of first year for me right before COVID hit that I um I actually saw this girl from UON who was in Broadgate and she was making TikToks about student life and just funny things, using sounds to be like, yeah. me when I leave a lecture at 10am or whatever. And I saw that and I thought I want to do that. And literally, no joke, just completely copied her, like completely ripped off her idea and got more followers than her. So I still feel bad to this day, but oh, oh well. We're, we're setting the record straight, if you're listening. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I don't think she's at uni anymore because she was my year. Yeah, yeah, so she would have left by now, but oops. I don't know if I ever, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but but also everyone kind of started doing it at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I I think, not to toot my own horn, but I think it was me and that other girl were like the first ones from UON, to that, from what I saw, to do that kind of student video thing. Um, and then it was like a couple of videos just went quite big. I had 300,000 views on one video, which was big at the time. 
Um, I would say still and, is, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. still quite hard to get that because I, I feel like so. from making Aaron and Joe show TikTok, <laughs> you know, some of them will, I think the best we've had is 1,500 or something mm. like that. And I was like, oh my God. I'm Amazing. Hello. But again, it's that sort of thing where it's like, you don't pick who's seeing it. You yeah. Don't know. And sometimes we'd have one that would get like 800 views and one then it would be 30. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I really was like, I don't know what came over me, but I was like, I want to do this. and I want to make it a thing. Um, and I got a rush from it. So I would, uh, I literally I studied the algorithm, basically. Mm. I knew what hashtags to use, what to, who's target. So I targeted UON students because yeah. people would then comment and be like, oh, she goes to UON or that looks like this That looks halls. like my uni. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, that those comments would then generate more views. I really went into it. And then, um, oh, what else? Um, I would post three times a day at specific times, 9am, midday and in the afternoon, three videos. Literally, I did this for like three weeks in a row and it just went. So I then got 5,000 followers in the first couple of weeks, um, which was terrifying and I went into Rock City and I went into the bathroom of Box which was like the queue bit before crisis yeah. um, and I came out of the bathroom and I was I'm not trying to play my own horn but there were girls that stood around my cubicle like waiting for me to come out to be like we know you from TikTok <laughs> and she was like hello um, and this yeah this girl came up to me and was like I, I, you said like oh, I've seen you on TikTok but I was I said to myself if I saw you in person I wouldn't come say hi but I had to come say hi All the, I suddenly was like oh, I'm famous this is this is mad um, have you had a few sort of instances like that and is it normally yeah. at crisis um, it's been it was really in first year before before COVID it was like I would say a couple of people every time I went out which was just insane so and it blew my mind fun, I was I like well. it was so fun I loved it um but recently as well someone in Ocean came up to me well actually I walked past them and I just heard she's from TikTok and I was like oh, hello and I turned around like, and I was yes, like yes I am yes I am um and then she took a selfie with me which was so strange um but also people kind of oh, I feel like I'm really tooting my own, own horn here sorry yeah, go for um, it. but oh uh, what was it? Because I do crisis as well now, so I'm the yes, social that media. Is something else I was wanted to ask you yeah. about. Yeah, so I do the social media for crisis, so I kind of post myself on there quite a lot. People come up to me saying, "Oh, you're the, you do the crisis." You're the girl on crisis. Yeah, so that's my that's my social media story. <laughs> it's quite that embarrassing, really. really. Interesting. But, yeah. I'm honest, I think it's the kind of thing everyone wants to do, but everyone's that little bit too scared. So I'm yeah. so impressed. You went. You know what? I'm going to make this work. Yeah. I figured yeah. it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and you just went, I'm just going to post. Yeah, I'm, I was quite lucky. And I feel like I'm on the ground not to show. I'm making myself laugh. You know, when they're like, I was quite lucky when this happened. But um, You are also on a reddish coloured chair. Yes. <laughs> Very oh my God, yes, awesome. no, I am. Oh, I love it. But no, I was, I did feel like I just kind of got it straight away. And I've had so many opportunities from it as well, which is brilliant. I like, I worked with Udi, you know, the... Did you? Mm. So they sent me a free one, which was brilliant. And did a hashtag like I gifted have one thing. And I love it. Yeah, they're great, aren't they? They're brilliant. I, Ollie's stolen mine, but Dom uses mine. <laughs> Dom yeah. uses mine, and I'm like, and it was just before Christmas, you know, when it was getting really cold. And I said to him, I was like, Do you want one for Christmas? I'll mm. buy you one for Christmas. He said, No, there's no fun in that. I want your pink one. Yeah. Ollie's got my pink, pink one. one. Yeah. And he calls it my princess gown because uh, he says I look like a princess. And like, a, and like a, I'm a princess. Like, I'm not going to do anything all day. Like, you have to do all the yeah. work kind of thing. And then he's the one wearing it the whole That's time. That's so brilliant. That's so funny. Men are all the same. They're all the same. Yeah. Oh, I've got I've got a red one that I won from a uni salad competition. It's red and it's got pizza on it. I and then I've got that. this pink tie dye yeah. one. Ollie wants the pink tie dye one. I'm like, do you not want the pizza one? He's like, no. I'm not. I like the pink tie dye. I one. like my pink one, and I'm this close to getting him his own one. But also, yeah. I don't want to have to buy him it. Yeah. That's Benny. 
just get an ad with them <laughs> you know what it was my mum got it for me because in first year my heating didn't work very well in my room you, there was a button you'd press and it would turn on for 20 minutes and then turn mm. off so every evening because i fell asleep i'd wake up freezing in the middle of the night oh god and yeah. my mum went i've heard about these things <laughs> yeah and she just sent me one and my mum was a little bit known for for sending me massive packages yeah. in first year like I, I live overseas my mum didn't get to move me into uni it was only my dad so she, she really felt like she missed out and so anytime I'd be like yeah mum you know student halls um I don't have a bin she'd send me a bin and it would be the biggest nicest bin which I really appreciated but I was like mum this is actually so inconvenient oh my god that's so sweet and she would just send me send me like little things every so often just to be like you mentioned you needed food i've sent you a 500 pack of mini cheddars or no, something that's like that so cute such a mum thing to do especially with covid and like yeah. couldn't, couldn't be yeah. there physically so it was really sweet and so that's where my my princess gown came from Love it. can i ask you a question so, um so what was it like moving overseas especially during covid as well it was a lot mm. it was I mean, I'd always wanted to be back in England because when I was younger, I was like, I've been taken away from my home when we moved because I was 10 when we moved and it was not my choice, obviously. Mm -hmm. When you're 10 years old, you're not getting involved in the moving decisions. Um, and so it was always like, I want to go back to England. I want to go back to England. It was always the, the dream, the goal. Yeah. I didn't care where, I didn't care what. I just wanted to be where I was like, in my head was my home a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so it was lovely, but it was all so different. Mm -hmm. And very different from like where my grandparents live because my grandparents live in like rural hampshire yeah not on a farm but close enough <laughs> you know it's like little villages and then you have to drive 10 minutes to get to the next village kind of vibes um so it was it was a lot it was especially with covid mm. when i first moved and yeah. it was it was really you know what it was it was tricky when i wanted to go home yeah. It was tricky when I was seeing my friends go home every weekend and not having that. And I could go home. Mm. Um, I'd have to, during COVID, I needed to do a PCR test like 48 hours before and hope yeah. that it was positive. I had to book transport and trains and planes were a little bit few and far between. So I was like, okay, I need to make this like work. And yeah. it was a bit of a faff. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. just like that extra, that extra step to doing it always was like, no, I can wait it out. I can wait out till Christmas. And then it would get to beginning of November and yeah. I'd be like, mum, I'm coming home. Yeah. Oh, no, fair yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, it was a faff for, I remember thinking I could better go. I can't imagine what it was like for you because I was stressed to go home in case I took COVID home. Yeah. And it was quite difficult to get PCRs and stuff in like that first term for you, like October 2020. Yes, I went bit. to boots but i had to go to the big boots that's like two buses away yeah. oh, and God. it was a pain yeah it was, it was fine it was just logistical that was yeah. the issue really yeah but made it work and as much as i say that you know it was it was tough i was fine you know yeah. i was i was happy to be away from home i was happy to be in england um before we go into other stuff we're kind of this is this section of the podcast what i like to think is like the origins yeah. you on and radio and all that stuff yeah. did you go into uni knowing you wanted to do radio or wanted to do media of some sort and were yeah. you i mean obviously we mentioned you got kind of dragged into it almost i'm going to still use the word scouted i really like, I like that it. that's a fun but word yeah. was that kind of a goal was it on your radar were you thinking about like nstv even or yeah. impact to start with because yeah. you found yourself doing a master's at Trent we have to mention yes. you are you are working to get a broadcast journalism master's I'm indeed so clearly it's a passion yes so actually I have always wanted to do broadcast journalism like always I um even from like 
my dream was to be a Blue Peter presenter. And if we went to parties where we could dress up as who we wanted to be when we were older, I dressed up as Helen Skelton or had a little Blue Peter badge and with a microphone, like all yeah. the time. Um, I even wrote my personal statement for my undergraduate in English. I wrote that I want to do English, but I want to go into journalism, specifically broadcast. That's literally is my like starting paragraph. Um, and there's, I mean, there's videos of me going to like BBC tours from when I was like 10. I did, went to a Blue Peter show. I was, I had this weird obsession with microphones as well when I was younger. I don't know what it was, um, but there's a video of me when I was about five going on stage and I can't sing, um, but just holding the microphone, just talking into it on stage in front of about 2000 people. And you just wanted the microphone. I just wanted to hold the microphone. Yeah. I wanted to talk into it. And there was something about that that like fascinated me. Um, I know this sounds like an origin story, um, but there's a video of me like reading the news at this Blue Peter event thing that we went to in London in 2012 for the Olympics. And it's me going like, hi, I'm Isabel and I'm the next Blue Peter presenter or something and it's in like a full green screen studio and everything so I just the idea of like presenting and talking just fascinated me um and I spoke to my head of sixth form about doing journalism at uni and he was like my school was quite prestigious not prestigious was like pretentious is the right word and he was like no you can't do that you don't go into journalism go into something broader and then in case you and specify later on in case you change your mind and I was like you know what fair enough that makes sense that is good advice however if you know what you want to do you might as well stick to it yeah yeah so I was like yeah fair enough I'll do English because then you can get all the writing skills or the you know all of that and if I want to don't want to do journalism after then I don't have to do it I can go into something else I was also thinking like publishing all that sort of stuff um and then it just kind of stuck really. And I came into uni and I started Impact like from 2019 okay. and I wrote like one article and then I got so stressed about it because I was like, I don't know whether I've done it right. And I thought it was like a massive deal, but it's not that big of a deal. Do you know what I mean? No, and, they, um, and everyone at Impact, it's really hard, especially in first year to remember everyone else's students. Yes. Yeah. You see these older students and in my mind, they were almost like my elders, my teachers. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. And I couldn't, but then I, I got over that eventually. I think oh, yeah, second definitely. year as well, you go, no, actually, yeah. we're all just the same. <laughs> we're all just in the same boat. There was something about being a fresher where I just thought they're all going to be not take me seriously at all. Mm. And I was like, there's no way. I was just so scared. So I didn't start URN. I didn't even think of URN. You know why? Because I just didn't think I'd be any, not good at it, but I thought I wouldn't get in or like I wouldn't. Yeah, that'd be I was like, how can I do, how can I do a show? But like, I couldn't be on radio. Like I just could, it's too, it's too big. It's too much. So I did. I started with Impact um, and I met someone who I went on a couple of dates with and he wrote for the tab and he was third year and he was like oh yeah right for the tab like it's so cool but now like, looking back wow. on it I'm like yeah yeah at the time I was like that's amazing he's my way in he's my journalist way in <laughs> um but yeah wrote it wrote for impacted a couple of articles and then obviously COVID hit mm. um so didn't, literally didn't do anything I wasn't part of any societies for ages and then it was so that was I started writing for impact October 2019 and then it was March 2021 that we got into URN and then between that time so second year so October 2020 until March 2021 I did quite a few interviews for Impact with musicians so I interviewed Scouting for Girls I did Palace uh, All of Gartland I think I think I did that kind of when I was at URM but it was for Impact and that was like oh my god this is this is sick like I love interviewing people and that was really fun and then got into URN and it just all kind of worked out and obviously now I was like oh brilliant that's URN's great because I always wanted to do broadcast journalism and here I am and now you so, kind of yeah. and I guess it's also a nice sort of practice and going actually no I can do this yes oh yeah definitely. and now you've met everyone else at URN you've probably learned 
none of us know what we're doing. No, exactly. Yeah. And if someone looks like they know what they're doing, they can they can get out. I don't I, know what I'm I doing. That's not the energy we have. <laughs> no. We're students. Um, we're very aware that this is student oh, yeah. media. Student radio, yeah. It's great, though. Please listen to all the podcast episodes. We love you, RN. Tune in. Um, but yeah, no, it was one of those things I always wanted to do it, but I just never knew how the way in. And I tried to do little things. So I wrote for a student magazine at school in sixth form. I wrote for a social media magazine as well called 1080 UK, which is disbanded now. Um, but that was like reporting on internet culture and influencers and stuff, which was so fun. Did that over lockdown. Um, and then there. now here we are. I remembered the thing, I, my big question that I was yes. So there's a question I've been asking everyone mm-hmm. and it's radio is such a non-visual thing. How could your fans recognize you you know, if they've only heard you on the Izzy mm-hmm. and Izzy show, what's your iconic piece of clothing? Now, obviously, oh you yourself are iconic because your TikTok followers <laughs> are recognising you. But, and I am asking this, I have yeah. an answer for you, but I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. I want to see if you, what, what you come up with. What do you think? I know, I think like I know. like your go-to thing you wear on campus. My brown trousers. Oh, is that what you were, that's no, what I was No, that wasn't, of. but that is a really yeah. good Yeah, I've got these kind of Primark brown and white trousers I literally this is embarrassing I own like three pairs of trousers and three pairs of jeans as in like three in total so these blue ones another pair of blue ones and brown ones just because I can never find I've got really like long legs and awkward back size and stuff I had scoliosis surgery it was the whole thing um but I can never find jeans that fit ever so I just don't buy them um but I would say my brown but yeah I don't know what what were you thinking of it's more of a recent thing Every time I'm I scared. see you, it's the crisis puffer. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh. No, no, yeah. That's, yeah, there's my other thing. I don't own a coat. That is my coat. Yeah, I wear my crisis jacket because it's so warm and it was free. Yes. So why it's not? It's quite cool, actually. I feel like yeah. having the crisis branding because people that don't know about the club mm-hmm. will just think you're like, oh, what's crisis? It's it like a designer like- brand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's so fun I like that <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that yeah. yeah and I think that is definitely more of a recent thing but I feel yeah. like every time I'm seeing you now and I must mention yeah. we are both wearing our Euron top we, we are matching today yes. which is also no one's mentioned that but most people just wear their Euron hoodies yeah. all the time yeah that's true that's I try true. not to wear mine too much yeah but yeah. I do I, I get really we've do. got a joke with Ollie that all of my clothes are free <laughs> they're all merch so it's like like this like um my i wear my black urine hoodie yeah obviously the crisis puffer um i've got about a dozen t-shirts of like uni homes uni salad just things that people have sent me or like it's actually so embarrassing or that i've just people would be like oh can you make this video for us yeah we'll send you something to wear in it and you can keep that so i just like accumulated hoodies <laughs> of different brands well, that's what but you I'm want good. i know hoodies I know. are unnecessarily expensive when people People yes. give them out for free. Yes, I know. They're like forty pounds most of the time. If you want, oh my gosh, like thirty pounds, forty pounds. Like, That's ridiculous. No, thank you. So yeah. You mentioned interviewing. Yes. That's now a passion, a hobby of yours. Love it. Mm-hmm. What's your favourite one you've done? It can be music. It can be other kind of general stuff you've done with. It has to be the All of Gartland yeah. interview with Impact. I've listened to all of for years like years and years probably since 2016 I think um and obviously I love Dodie and she's in Dodie's band um and it was a bit of a thing again this was before the TikTok era this was April 2019 so a full year before I started TikTok I made a video where I said I looked like Orla Gartland because she's got ginger hair and I also had short ginger hair at the time and we just kind of look quite similar I had the same clothes as her and I made this 
TikTok where I was like, oh, look, I look like her, lol, funny. And it blew up and she saw it and reposted it on all her social medias. Oh, I went to one of her concerts in November 2019. And again, it was at that kind of period. People were coming up to me saying, you're the girl who looks like Orla Garland from Twitter and all oh, this. Oh, that's so funny. Where was I going with this from this story? Interview. Yeah, so then I was speaking to Gemma, who is the head of impacts music at the time Gemma Cockrell who did URM for a bit Um, and I was she was like is there a dream interview that you want I was like all of Ireland like she's if I interview her I'm done with my career like she's the top and she was just like yeah I could get that for you and I was like are you joking so she emailed her PR she emailed her manager and and all all had just released an album and she was like yeah absolutely we can do an interview on Zoom next week and I was freaking out I was mad did the whole interview it was like 20 minutes she recognised me which was brilliant she she opened the call and she was like oh is he like it's nice to see you back again I was like, hello um interview was great like I learned so much about her music and all that and then I posted on Twitter that I'd interviewed her and again that blew up because everyone was like yeah. this is sick like a couple of years later um so yeah that's definitely my favorite that's such a cool story as well I that's will fun. say you did mention Dodie briefly mm-hmm. there before I knew who you were you were named on the group chat as Dodie Lookalike. Yeah. Don't know why. No, because it's not that it's all, it was an all, yeah. I was meant to do all a garden lookalike. I don't look anything like Dodie. I think there was a meme because I've got these blue light glasses and yeah. Dodie wears glasses. Or something. Uh, I don't know. That. I've got no idea. But I, I did, because you know, you can't see that on your phone. You can't see what your nickname oh, yeah, is. So I didn't, I didn't really know it was there for like ages. Oh, that's and then recently I just saw someone's phone. I was like, why is it still that from a year ago? So I do apologize. But that's, that's um, how I knew you. But then I remember thinking, okay, so she must look like Dodie because my best friend was the biggest Dodie fan yeah. I've ever known. And to be fair, she she kind of does look like Dodie but I think she also kind of wanted to model herself after Dodie and it was quite nice when I was like I don't know many people at URN but I know someone else likes Dodie so I must be in the right sort of group of people I love it yeah I'm obsessed with Dodie she's great you should be she's she's also had good music yeah I love it she was important part of as I say it was my best friend who was obsessed with her so through that I obviously that's what best friends are for to tell you what to like Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very, as we've mentioned, TikTok tells me what I want. Yeah. I'm very malleable. Just tell me what I should listen to and I'll I'll listen to it. I'm that that simple. So Orla Gartland is the is the big the big favourite. Yes, definitely. I love the story that goes along. Thank you. So I've got a story for everything. I do apologize. As you should. That's (laughs) the whole point. I want to hear all the stories. And we mentioned you're now doing broadcast journalism Mm. and but you did do an English degree beforehand. Yes. How did you find your English degree, kind of just in general? I liked it. I liked it. I think my favourite part of it, we did a theatre making module. So I did drama A-level as well. Mm. Um, And I never really liked literature that much, but I was doing English. I was like, I'll kind of have to do it. But what I liked about this course was that it was so broad in that you didn't just have to do literature. You could do language and drama as well, or medieval if you wanted to. Mm. Um, So I pretty much dropped literature quite early on um and did drama and language which was great because I did like third year was my favorite because I did language and feminism where we got to literally analyze a journalism piece and see why it was like feminist or not or anything like that um and the theatre making was this time last year we started it we got to create and produce a piece of theatre in a group with about 16 of us and do the behind the scenes of it so I did the marketing I did the social media for it which is obviously what I love Um, and it was so that was so much fun because it was so practical and coming from Covid and just sitting in my room and writing essays for the last couple of years that last bit and that was like the last thing I did for my degree apart from my dissertation was 
just you know going into uni every day and doing practical stuff and playing splat before lessons and I just I, it was great I felt like I was back at GCSEs again so you know I really, like looking back at it, I really enjoyed yeah. it I wouldn't have changed it for anything yeah we did do a lot of my English teacher for I didn't do A levels but those years um for our exams she loved theatre was very involved in theatre mm. I think almost would have been a drama teacher but she had a she was an English teacher so we just did plays it yeah. was mainly just she picked all the stuff that would mean we get to do the most amount of drama and theatre stuff and so all the people in my class were all my friends who were all the people who did theatre and were doing theatre for their kind of school stuff yeah. and we would just go instead of reading out the book we'd read out the plays we would act them out like we're sitting in our desk but it's still there was a lot of emotion and just yeah. making it fun very nice and i do forget that english and drama are basically the same thing yeah 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 because we did a lot of writing about plays as well but it was mm. the practical side that i liked so that's really fun yeah. that was one that was one of my questions favorite module <gasps> yeah like that one theater making have you found your new degree as i'll call it is a lot different but it's still got a lot of a uh, practical nature to it oh gosh, it's so much harder it's it's you know what's so hard because i love journalism and i like talking to people but it's trying to find new people to talk to and reach out to people and be like hello i'm doing a package on this i'm doing a story on this can i talk to you and a lot of the time it's no <laughs> so and you've got a strict deadline deadline to work to and all of this but it's fun and it's rewarding at the end of it as well because it's so great when you spend a long time editing or filming something and then you send it off and you get good feedback on it or you and know they just, go, you did well yeah you? you're like yes hours of yes life. yeah um so it's rewarding it's a lot harder than the undergraduate big step up because it's it's like three years in one Yes. So we've got deadlines. I've got de a deadline two weeks, whereas I literally had an exam two days ago, and I've got something due in the next week. So I haven't rest. I haven't stopped since that exam. You know when you're like, oh, I'll have a day off. Like yeah. I, I can't. You don't. Um, but that's fine, and I like it. I like being busy, and it's the last year of my education ever. So I'm kind of Not trying to save it. PhD? No, 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 never. That's like four years, isn't it? They're, yeah, they're a lot. <laughs> no, I don't have the money for that. Um, no, this is enough. This is enough. This is, you're done. You're ready for ready for work. I am ready for work. I need some money. Yes. Yes. The crisis aren't paying enough these days. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ad. That's what it is. Um, again, kind of going a little bit off on my mm. questions. I like to ask everyone. If you were to go on something like Mastermind, <gasps> yes, what would be your specialist subject? Oh my gosh! Um, so I have you seen BBC Ghosts or Ghosts I've on BBC? I've seen a couple episodes. Brilliant TV show. Finish that. That's one of my ones that are, I'm the worst at finishing TV shows because yeah. I'll spend like an afternoon. I'll watch however many episodes I can do in that afternoon, yeah. and then I forget it exists, yeah. and I never watch it again until like years later and i go oh i should finish that yeah 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 it's it's such a good tv show i was watching it last night but there was someone on mastermind a couple of months ago who their subject was ghosts yes i did actually see yes that, yeah. and i was like that's brilliant i'd love to do that i didn't get all the answers correct i was actually quite bad because i hadn't watched it i like to watch it on repeat like every few months but it was one of the months i didn't watch it so i hadn't seen it since like summer so i didn't get all the answers right also, but you know it's going to be a topic you're going to study it oh know? yeah no definitely yeah. i didn't study for it so that's why but something along these lines are like motherland because i watch a lot of and again this is a joke within like my friendship group and ollie and stuff but um 
I just watch the same TV shows on repeat and I don't watch anything else. The three are Motherland, Ghosts and Sex Education and that's it. And there's nothing, I'm like, I haven't watched a new TV show in years, which is quite embarrassing. And I was in my lecture of the day and I said this to someone and I was like, oh, I'm on a rotation of Motherland at the moment. And they were like, that's really weird. Like you should watch something else. And I was just like, no, no I don't want to. <laughs> there you go that's my fun fact on the day <laughs> so any of those three you could probably yeah, yeah yeah I think so and it would give you an excuse to watch it and yeah exactly people, and no one could judge you for it no that that or TikTok probably um, yeah yeah. Sort of like a finish the TikTok trend I've seen someone fun. do I feel like finish the vine or something like yeah. that before something along those lines yeah. do you watch a lot of TikTok then? I do I'm on my phone 24-7 <laughs> I said again sorry I'm going off a topic but I said to a girl in my course when we were about to go into the exam I was like is it bad that I'm more stressed for the exam because we can't go on our phone for two hours and like my phone won't be with me for two hours and she was like yeah that's really bad <laughs> so okay but yeah no I'm on, on my phone 24 7. Do you need to I don't know lock it away. Do you need help? <laughs> Have you ever tried that um like a, a phone detox? I can't I, I can't even now I don't think I've been on it since we started. No you haven't. Sure, I'm a bit like <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. No, I will say, me and my dad, every time, if we're going on holiday, it will only be us two. No one else in my family wants to do it. We'll do one day without a phone, 24 mm. hours. So it'll be one morning, we'll put our phones in a room or like give them to my mum or something and don't touch them for 24 hours. Yeah. And it's like the only day of the holiday I'll read. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll make sure, or I'm like, okay, I need to do something with my day or whatever. Um, it is fun. I do recommend, but I do recommend doing a day. Otherwise, you go a little bit crazy. Yeah. So it's like if people, I want, I want to talk to my friends. I want to yeah. see what's going on. And with TikTok, if you miss a day of TikTok, I mean, you're just lost in the world, yeah. aren't you? I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, what? The tart trip? Yeah. What's going? What? Yeah. What is this? I swear, there's so many times where I've, if I haven't been on my phone for, let's say, the exam period, like a couple yeah. of hours, always something happens in those two hours. <laughs> or someone texts me being like, I need your help or something like that. I'm yeah. just, I think I'm constantly like, I need to make sure that. <laughs> everything's okay um and not just you it's also everyone around you yeah oh no definitely yeah all my friends i'm like if they need something what if i can't be there what if my phone isn't on that text that says i'm sobbing uncontrollably yeah please call me yeah 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 Um, Yeah. bit of an issue but it's fine it's fine fine. um how do you find the trent campus i prefer uon obviously obviously because my (laughs) obviously yeah my question is what's your favorite sport favorite location to go to on campus and because it's kind of got it can be either i mean i won't understand the trent references yeah no fair um I used to love T- oh not TNL Moni P Moni P sorry I'm an old I'm old it is bad um, that they changed it the yeah. year after yeah because yeah. for my year it was always Monica Park it was always Moni but P yeah. everyone I know who's the year older call yeah. it TNL T- I can't stop calling it and I haven't even though it's been it's been Moni P since Covid which yeah. is like pretty much my entire degree it was literally TNL for the first couple of months of my degree yeah. I still can't stop calling it TNL Monica Partridge um, I used to love which I had six I like the views and I like the big trees and all that massive windows and it's quite bright but I also like Hallwood bottom floor yeah that's quite nice it feels cosy space. yeah it feels very cosy um, obviously love this room this this office yeah, URL office. Um, yeah I think that I would say places. T- yeah we used to go to the Hallwood Hallwood Cafe a lot 
in between lectures and stuff. Oh, interesting. Because we were, we were in Moni P for English. For every lecture, it was always AO3 and Moni P or TNL. So we would go to the Hallwood Cafe if we had like an hour off all together and then go back. I didn't know that was where English is. I always assumed it was in the Trent building. We were in, there's no lecture theatres in the Trent building. So it was like lectures. A oh, big, in first year, it was the entire, and then second, third year, it was broken up. It's like 300, I think. Friends I have that do subjects that are in the Trent building they're always in the Trent building but that's also because they have smaller cohorts yeah whereas English is massive yeah yeah yeah. everyone loves a bit of English so yeah we we would be in TNL a couple times a week non P, and then Trent building for like seminars Mm. a couple times a week that was it really quite nice yeah and prefer prefer those buildings to Trent building ever warm to the Trent building like as in the trend, this ac- trend building yeah. it's an acquired taste yeah I mean I did theatre making in there so it's got somewhere it's, that's the, like the drama studio the performing arts space there so that's got a place yeah. in my heart but the rest of the it I just feel like I'm back in school in Monica Partridge yeah it's crazy I accidentally walked into it when I was trying to find a different yeah. room yeah we used to we would go in there sometimes if we couldn't use Trent yeah. which was quite it's nice in there quite like it have you ever joined um, the theatre society is that no. part of Nottingham New Theatre or musicality or anything like that no, no I can't act like I love drama GCSE and I loved it for A level I loved it for theatre yeah, yeah. but I watch videos of myself acting like oh gosh it's just something about being on, on a stage that I love and, you've never and performing and stuff party behind the scenes or yes kind of yeah yeah obviously social media that I did yeah. for you know all of that um, and what else what else so would you would you say you'd rather be on stage than behind the stage? Possibly, yeah. If I could act and sing and dance, I would love to do musical theatre because that's one of my favourite things ever. But I can't. <laughs> so there we go. I did want to quickly ask, favourite musicals? Have you seen Heathers? Many? Yes, I've seen quite a few. Um, Heathers is my favourite. Oh. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Brilliant. I've really got into Heathers, but I like the idea of it. It's so it's amazing. On TikTok, who I love, Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. yeah, Hannah Lalfer. Yeah, or Lotha. She's brilliant. She's yeah, amazing. she was in the ensemble when I saw her. Um, yeah, she was so good. And I saw it with Carrie Hope Fletcher oh. back in 2018. Um, and also like Dear Evan Hansen. Um, to be fair, I'm not like I say. I did my dissertation on musical theatre, so, so I did it on um, how social media is shaping the West End and yeah. musical theatre and stuff. So a bit of both. Um, and where was I going with that? Musicals. It's gone. Musical theatre. I'm not, that was it. I'm not very uh, acquainted with older musicals. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, Chicago. I struggle with the old I can't really get into them. And I'm not even the biggest fan of Les Mis or Hamilton. I hate to say it. The reason I love Les Mis is because we did it at school. Yeah, fair. It's one of those ones where we did it at school. It was a big production. I wasn't in it, but I was the smoke machine. I've always, I've always <laughs> you were a, the smoke machine. I've always been a behind the stage person, uh, behind the scenes person. As I say, all my friends were in theater, yeah. so very much around that sort of area of things. Um, I'd be on the production side of things, but yeah, I was the smoke machine in Lamez. That's amazing. That's so it's good. My favorite thing. I've what ever did done. you do? You just had to press. The, or yeah. Were you actually the smoke machine? I, I, I clicked the button. That's amazing. Yeah. I was smoke machine operator, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't dressed up as smoke. Yeah. Machine. yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Go. <laughs> All right. I've got two last questions. That I Lovely. Ask, and I've been asking everyone. Yeah. Um, they're a little bit opposites of each other. Okay. I'll ask them both to you at the same time, mm-hmm. just because we do need to wrap up. We've yeah, that's a bit fine. Over. Um, First thing is proudest achievement. <gasps> wow. And these are both questions you can take as deeply or as shallowly as you like. Yeah. Um, and the other one is, what are you looking forward to? 
Oh my goodness, they're big questions. But they don't have to be. You can take it as I'm looking yeah. forward to my pizza tonight. You know, yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. It can be. I, I'm going, going to the for pub a, later, and I'm excited for that. I'm going for a curry later. I'm Ooh. very excited for that. Where are you going? Um, the Gurkha Express in Beeston. Never been, but I think I've it, it's good. Heard of it. It's good. Ollie, it's so Ollie used to live in Beeston, I think. No, he didn't. That's I a live lie. in Beeston. You live in Beeston. So Ollie's somehow knows the Gurkha Express really well. I can't remember how, but he used to go a lot in second and third year. Um, biggest achievement? Gosh, oh god, I don't know. Prob- to be honest, probably starting my TikTok. I know it sounds so weird, yeah. but it was one of those things where I really pushed myself out of my comfort zone. And I was quite proud of that I spent time looking into it. And I know that now it's a bit more easy just to be like, I'll just make a video. But at the time it was really like, you've got to know the algorithm. And it also and was I went a very it. big thing to do. Like whenever people, mm. I mean, I've consumed a lot of YouTube in my day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just like hearing anyone who's ever started a YouTube channel talk being like, starting is the hard bit. Yeah. So you're scared maybe if friends are going to find you and think yes. you're weird or something yeah. like that. And I think definitely TikTok now is a lot more, I'd say, socially acceptable. Yeah. And obviously it's never not been. As soon as you get success with something, people be like, oh, that's amazing, you're doing that. But if you're making TikToks and you're getting like a couple hundred views, yeah. which, you know, everyone who makes TikToks, if you put a TikTok out, yeah. it's going to get at least, normally get like at least a hundred views. Yeah. It's that sort of tricky thing to start with. And definitely mm-hmm. the sort of time you were starting it before COVID, not everyone had started doing it yet. Oh, 100%. It was it was a bit weird. It was. And I knew that at the time. And I had people coming up to me being like, it's a bit cringy. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. But I've got, I'm getting, you know, followers from yeah. it. And like, I don't really care because I enjoy it. Um, but no, I, I just, I loved it. And the whole people getting recognised was such a buzz. And it was something that like, I not because, you know, I just said like, yeah. I love broadcast journalism and I've always wanted to be a presenter. And it was like that kind of little taste of fame in a way what could be and I was like oh my gosh this is really fun and you know you know when you're younger everyone wants to be famous but it was like that but without being really like big or anything like that it was like oh there's a little little taste of it um but yeah I think pushing myself out of my comfort zone doing that and the opportunities I've had from it have been incredible like doing social media for crisis I in my CV I always put that I started my own platform um doing crisis I worked with a company called Uni Homes for a year where I did like marketing for them um 1080 UK that was a social media magazine that I mentioned earlier I did the social media for the camp uh for the welfare network here at UON for a couple of months that was during Covid um and just having brands like reach out to me and be like well could you make some content for us and I'm like yeah of course so it's just it's all, there's always new things coming from it and it's not just my own it's not just the platform it's like the things kind of branched out from it that yeah. have come from it so I'd say that is like the core I start of it cool. if that makes sense it's, yeah I love it and I think I'm looking forward to my curry tonight yes <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna be amazing thank you for talking to thank me. you so much for having me this has been so fun I honestly it's been great this is like my dream I'm glad I'm glad and I'm hoping everyone will say positive things and then I'll get more people who want to come on the podcast yes oh I'll definitely promote it yeah I'll get Ollie on and see if he mentions you <laughs> yeah I hope so yeah, I, yeah. no I'll sit down I'll go so Ollie I've heard about this hoodie <laughs> yes no you should Massive, massive thank you again to Izzy Hunter for being on the show today. As we mentioned a little bit, she does have a TikTok account, which you should definitely follow. Uh, She's Boys Like You on TikTok, and she has her radio show, The Izzy and Izzy Show, which you can find on Instagram at izzyandizzy.urn, or make sure you're listening to them on University Radio Nottingham. And if you've enjoyed listening to my voice, make sure you check out her Instagram, off there on Urn, to stay up to date with all the episodes coming out soon.